Hi, this is Ann Angela Webb, the Animal Intuitive, and I wanted to make sure to catch you before the episode starts to invite you to a special new introductory animal communication course scheduled for Saturday, June 10th, 2023. This class is open to anyone who would like to learn fundamental animal communication techniques and actually get started talking with animals right in the class. The best part, this class is of no cost to you. It's my special gift. So, click the link in the description or go to one of two places, animalintuitiveacademy.podia.com. You can sign up there. You'll find that sign-in sheet right on the first page. Or go to my website, intuitivetouchanimalcare.com. Go right to the courses page and you'll see the link for my courses and when you go there it's going to open up Podia and you'll see the link for that sign up sheet. I hope to see you there. Hey there everybody. Sorry about the delay. I actually have no excuse for that except that I was sitting here doing something I want to mention tonight and then realized that I thought the show was at 3.30 but it was at three. And then I went to put something and saw the chat and people are there talking. Oh, Anne must be running late. Like, no, Anne just has what's called time blindness and didn't, you know, I screw up time all the time. So I apologize. Thank you for everyone who's here. I just want to say hello to everyone in the chat. Thank you for waiting. <laughs> Those who are still here. I'm so glad to see everybody. I know it's been a, a few weeks. Sounds like you got some interesting stuff going on. Thank you for being here. And this is the Animal Intuitive channel. For those of you who are new to the show, we talk about all things animal communication, animal wellness, especially from a holistic perspective. And we also talk about things like animal massage and animal acupressure. And I do lessons on those sometimes. Tonight, I'm going to be talking up to today. I'm going to be talking about how our animals guide us in life, how our pets serve to help us through life by guiding us, making choices about things, relationships, and, and just in general, relationships with our pets, but how animal communication plays into this. And I actually have three wonderful people that I've worked with recently. I've worked with them and their pets through my animal communication consultations, and they have been kind enough to give me permission to talk about their personal experience with their pets, helping them in life to give them guidance. I'm very honored to be able to do that. So I want to thank them if they're watching. So they are not going to be here personally. I'm just going to be talking about that. They unfortunately, some of them just kind of want to remain a little bit anonymous because some of it is kind of, you know, a little bit more private information. So, you know, and one of them actually couldn't be here today who would be willing to do it, unfortunately. But that's okay. We have pictures and we have information and I'm just glad everybody's here. And Mel Mac is here. Goodnight Owl's here. KC's here. It's good to see everybody on a Saturday. Thank you, Mel Mac, for being concerned. <laughs> it's just, it's my time blindness. It's, it kicks me. It's a terrible thing. I get so messed up with time. So I'm good, glad to see everybody. And if you are, hold on one second. Let me just, okay. So I do want to mention before I forget that I do have a free class coming up. If people are interested. It's not going to be on YouTube. It's going to be a private class that you would want to use the link in the description to sign up for. 
It's going to be June 10th, which is a Saturday. It's two hours. And you're going to have an opportunity in that class to actually start practicing communicating with animals. And I think I put the link in the description. I, I know I did on the class itself. Let me see here. Let me make sure it's here. Yes, it is here. And here, let me put the short link. That's better. You can always go to my website for these things, intuitivetouchanimalcare.com. But you have to go to the class page to go to right now where I house the class. And then you can look for the class. So I just thought it'd be better to put the link directly to the sign up. It's much easier. It's right in the description. Okay. For those of you who watch the show regularly, I will talk a little bit about why I haven't been here. Some exciting information coming up, some exciting news. And I want to share that with you. But let's just get started. So please let me know as I'm talking in the chat. And also if you're watching the replay, if you feel that your pets have guided you at all in life, if you feel like there's things that they have helped you to see that maybe you wouldn't have actually recognized previously or before, if you hadn't had the animal in your life, maybe you wouldn't have recognized somebody that you had a relationship with wasn't the best person for you, or maybe that you needed to move, go somewhere else, or maybe get into a new line of work, or even recognize sometimes a health condition. So let me know in the chat if that's ever happened, if you feel like sharing that with us, or as I said in the comments, if you're watching later, I feel like I'm on a delay. Yeah, oh, you're not alone. That's why we have alarms. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I should have done was set an alarm. That's exactly what I should have done. I want to start by talking about my first person's pet here. So this is Duke. And Duke, you know, I'm not sure I, I'm pretty sure she didn't mind me using her name, but I'm not going to use it because I'm not I, I'd have to go back and check my email. And I, I can't do that right now. So I'm just going to call Duke's mom, Cindy. How about so Cindy had an adult son who passed in 2021. He wasn't very old and unfortunately he went some through through some things and so but before he had passed he had given Cindy this kitty cat named Duke and I was in this communication talking with Duke just for the purpose of partly Cindy wanted to better understand how things were for like did Duke Duke died pretty young actually Duke Duke passed away I think it was two so what, and it wasn't long after her son had passed. I remember her son had gifted her Duke. So, you know, she wanted to know some things. And when I first do an animal communication session, a lot of times I just tune in with the animal and just see what comes up first before we get to the, the questions. So, and I've seen people talking about how they do have pets that have given them guidance, like Joe, well, Max, Joe. So, she had asked me, you know, just to start. And so I started just tuning in with Duke, who again has now passed. And we do, I do do that with animal communication, talk with animals, both living and in spirit. I do just want to mention that it's not the only thing I do. And I don't know, I just want to say that to me, it's, it's animals can be guides for us in life. But I just want to like, preface all of this by saying that I don't think that animals should be your only guide. I think that, you know, they will help us to better understand things, but I'm not saying that we should make that in replace of, or as a replacement for, you know, using our own brains, using our own intelligence, our own hearts, you know, it, using your own connection with, 
whatever you may call spirit, God, prayer, friends, family. But, and, and also, you know, I don't make my whole practice about talking with animals and spirit. My practice involves things like behavior changes, health issues, missing pets. There's a lot of things that are happening in the here and now in life that are important. And I talk to my students about, you know, it's important to have some versatility. People are coming with lots of things. And I don't think that it's always such a good thing to make everything about spirit because sometimes I feel like that it can be used to manipulate people that, you know, we don't want to overdo that because it's something that's nice to be able to do, but we don't want to live in that space. That's my personal opinion. And that I don't necessarily want to make that my whole deal. That's just me personally. So I talk to students about that, you know, really thinking about that being somewhat versatile and not making that all you do. But I'm not taking that away from someone who maybe does that. That's all they do. But I'm just saying that we have to be careful about this gift that I think everybody does have as for animal communication. If you want to practice it and hone it, I think everybody can do it. But we want to be careful about not using it to play on people's heartstrings. So that's just saying all that to be said. So Duke, when I first tuned into him, what I what he was showing me was land. I was seeing like an Adirondack type chair. I was seeing a fire pit and I was seeing water nearby. And when I told her all this, we began to talk a little bit more about her property. And I was also seeing lavender flowers, like little purple flowers and getting the sense that the cat was trying to get her to focus on this property and some water out in the distance, sort of like if you were sitting in this chair, you would have some greenery, but then beyond that, you would have like a lake or stream. And she let me know that, you know, this is really amazing. This is her property. And that, you know, yes, this is, this totally is familiar to her. And she had asked me what her son felt about the, because sort of now, granted, you know, my, I'm an animal communicator. And so when I do these kind of consultations, I'm not primarily here to talk with people's people who have crossed over, but sometimes, you know, just information comes up during the consultation. People ask questions and I'm already in touch with the kitty cat who's crossed over, who's in touch with the sun. You know, there's a connection there. And she wanted to know just the, the feeling about having, about spreading her son's ashes in the, the, the water. And prior to her, or, or when she asked that question, I had already begun talking about the property and the way everything looked. But, and then she asked that question and I said, you know, I felt like this was really appropriate. And I was describing this scene sort of, of the water and also these steps going down and stone steps that were sort of natural to the place. And she was like, that's exactly the place that's, you know, and it was reassuring for her that this was the right thing that had been done. And and the purple flowers were significant too. So the cat coming into her life though, was a concern for her that he had crossed so soon. Like, did she mess up somehow? And the feeling that I had was not that I felt like this cat was supposed to be a temporary 
experience in her life in the physical. And that there were things that this cat was helping with on the other side. And again, I don't think that animals or people are, you know, making our lives what they are. I think that, you know, we make decisions about steps that we take, but at times there's some help. And I felt that this cat was in some way letting her know about what this cat felt she had a talent for, so to speak. We're trying to open her eyes for that. And what I was telling her was that I saw her sitting there sort of removed from a lot of like busyness away from, you know, not being like in a main street, you know, being removed and having people come to her and just sort of sit with her and, and her being present to them when they were going through difficult experiences. And I was also showing her is that there's something else. There's like a path that I see your cat walking, that Duke was walking up towards, like towards the house and there's little wood chips and there's some kind of important kind of monument or a thing you've set up there, like a, like a really nice relaxing thing there. She said, oh yes, that was our, my former house. And you know, that did happen. He would, he would be outside the cat. And I did have this like nice area and I said, you know, I feel like this is something that's important for you to have, like a serene place for you to go to and for people to come to and just be grounded and centered. And I also was telling her that, you know, I felt like he was pointing towards her writing. And I I said, you know, do you have like a little book that you write in something important or a place you put important thoughts? She said, yes, I do. I write things down. I said, I see this like Hallmark store, you know, those little books that you would buy in like a Hallmark store, these little like encouraging word books. And I could see her writing those types of things. And she said, you know, this all made a lot of sense to her. And it was important to her to get the input from the cat and knowing that the cat hadn't harbored any sort of like resentment that she didn't handle his passing the right way. And it wasn't anything she could have done. You know, it was his time. And she handled it well. She was going through a lot with the loss of her son and then the cat, the cat being connection, connected to her son too. So she needed to, to kind of go through this and talk about it and understand better what, what had gone on. And then, you know, to know, she said that there was this whole, it, that everything kind of went together. I was telling her about things that she didn't ever, of course, tell me about and I hadn't seen and it helped her with just confirmation that she was on the right path because this is something that she did feel drawn to do is to help people and have them come to her and, you know, not, not necessarily like a formal counseling or not even necessarily like laying on hands, like energy work, but just kind of just being present to people and giving them a space. And she just, she's a really wonderful person too. And she really, I can really see her doing some wonderful work with that. You know, so the, so that's Duke and that's Duke's story. And I don't think she would mind me saying, you know, her, her son's name was David. And there were some other things in there that were really fun that just kind of came up that I was bringing up that she, wow, that really is, and I'm forgetting some of them. It was a really, you know, it sounds like a very somber session, but it actually was uplifting and she's a really beautiful part. So it was really fun in a lot of ways. So. And Duke was a very strong boy, very strong-minded boy. So speaking of kitties, I see Giovanna has joined us. (laughs) 
I do appreciate that. If you do get anything out of this, we appreciate your giving us a like. It really makes a difference. As many of you know who watch YouTube, it's just how you grow. You don't grow unless you get likes. And, you know, that's how YouTube's algorithm works. Views and so, and also sharing is wonderful too. And leaving a comment. They do. They know so much more than we do. They're so connected in soul and spirit, in my opinion, Mel Mack is saying. Yeah, you know, I think they're just, they don't question, you know, they, they understand things and they, it just comes through to them and they don't have all these like notions about how things should be or how things should look or what have you. So we can really learn a lot from them and they will help us to better understand what next steps for us could be, what that could look like, kind of opening that door for us to see the possibilities. And sometimes we just don't even realize things about ourselves, like, like talents that we have, like I'm talking about with quote unquote, Cindy that she I really don't think she'd mind using a real name, but I don't want to do that without having double double checked. She, you know, has this talent for helping people. And I think some of the things she's been through in her life, you know, with her own son, some struggles he had really have, have brought her to this point of being able to do that in a way that, you know, she could only do so. All right. So the next example I want to give you is now this is I did was asked to give a pseudonym or a fake name or whatever you want to call it, alias. <laughs> this is we're going to call him Liam, the dog's name. And we're going to call his mom, Sam. So Sam contacted me after Liam had had passed to talk with him about, you know, she had some concerns like a lot of people do after an animal has passed their wondering if they did everything the way that the animal would have have wanted them to do it. And, you know, I absolutely felt like she, it was his time. It was Liam's time and that she did what she could. But what was very interesting aside from all that is that when we were talking, first off, I was getting the feeling from Liam, he was talking about some current things that were going on in her life and giving her kind of like, Hey, you know, you might want to, start looking, going in another direction. I don't want to get too personal about one particular thing, but he he wanted her to start going in another direction. And she said that really made sense. Some of the things he was talking about in that, but just to be more specific about today's topic, we were talking about some, where he was showing me somebody in my mind's eye who had, it looked like a male, like somebody who was musically, somebody talented with music, like it was seen like a guitar strap. And she herself plays music and Sam. And I said, you know, I feel like there's a door opening with this person. Like there's something going on with this person. It's important. This person's going to be coming around and I feel like they, or they are around you or something. And, and some door opens and it's has to do with your music. So then she didn't, she was like, hmm, I don't know. And I really encourage you, you know, to, if you're practicing animal communication or, you're talking with someone who's doing animal communication and something doesn't necessarily make sense now, it can down the line because things will later often make sense that don't make sense. So she contacted me very recently again, and we spoke just maybe last week or the week before. And she let me know, she's like, by the way, (laughs) you know, remember that person that we talked about or that you brought up? I'm actually going on this really sounded like a really cool trip 
to somewhere in Europe and won't be too specific, but going somewhere overseas and Europe and going on a music sort of a tour type thing where she would be playing music and with other people and learning some things too. And she said, this person that is leading this thing, the description that you gave really sounds like this person. So she was making that connection that the person I mentioned in the first session had, you know, later on came up as a a thing that she ended up enrolling in or signing up for. And, you know, there were just some cool things with that where I was at the beginning of the session, I was showing her some things just kind of opening up for her before she brought that up with being near water and things just opening up for her and like new expanse, new horizons. And she said, you know, yeah, we're going to actually be going along the water for this. So that was kind of cool. So Liam, you know, he definitely had some strong opinions about her, you know, her current situation and what he felt would be better for her. And, you know, they love us. They want things to be the best that they can for us. So he really loves her, still loves her. And you know, he just had this insight about her life and what he felt he could, you know, he had a different, a a bigger perspective. He could kind of, you know, maybe I don't pretend to know everything about what happens when animals cross over. I can only tell you, you know, what I know from the animals that I've connected with and what, and then I also have my beliefs too with my faith, but you know, he, he, he seemed to have this some ideas that, you know, otherwise she, she wouldn't have known about. And he was kind of showing her that and helping her to see, you know, if an animal brings something up like that in a session, and then it happens later that you're making that connection. It's like, okay, this, you know, this may really have been meant to be. So isn't he cute? He's so sweet. Little Liam. Isn't he a special little soul? Yep. Blue heel or cattle boy. Look at him so insightful. I mean, just look in their eyes and that's, it's all right there. How intelligent they are and wise. Here is my third, three examples today. So this is calling him. This is another one where they did ask me to not mention their name. So I'm just going to call him Ronan, this little guy. And then also, oh, actually let me put there are two dogs in this this conversation. Sorry, Giovanna. <laughs> Locked you out. This is going to call her Meg, okay? And I'm going to call the person who's the pet parent Jim. That's not his real name. So Jim and his wife were have recently separated. And his wife really felt strongly that he had a real relationship with Ronan to the point where he should take Ronan. So he went into an apartment and then Meg stayed at the house. And in the new living situation, he contacted me. He was actually a former student taking my class and he was coming back around after a little while and wanting to me to check in, see how the dogs were doing with the situation. And he had a little bit of concern that maybe, you know, Ronan, he didn't know how Ronan was feeling about it. And if Ronan was going to adjust to being in this new living situation and being, you know, away from how he, he wasn't sure totally how he felt about being away from Meg too. So I know those eyes, right? 
It's all in the eyes. When we train, we do animal communication, especially when you're learning, you look in the eyes. That's really what you ask for a picture with the eyes open. So you'll have students coming to that class I mentioned, you would bring or you upload a picture of your pets to share with fellow students. I'm going to have you guys practicing. So when I communicated with Ronan about this, felt really strongly that Ronan really wanted to go home to the house and be back with Meg. And my feeling was that Meg was sort of the calming, centering force and that Ronan had come to depend on that and that it was hard for him to hear noises, being alone in the apartment, hearing things around him, especially when his dad couldn't be there at work all day. And then he had some activities on the weekend that would take him away too. So it was really strong, the the message from Ronan that as much as he loved his dad, loves his dad, that he wanted to be back and he really wanted his backyard. Like he really was attached to that space, being able to run around and play. And, you know, we talked about how to present this to their mom. Uh, having an unexpected return of Ronan and some ways that might help with that, with him helping out, doing certain things, coming around to help out. And, you know, I felt that she would be amenable to it, actually. I just had this sense that their, their, the pet mom, the Megan Ronan's mom, would be okay with it and that she would get it. He ended up bringing Ronan over there and she agreed that, you know, they could that Ronan could come back and it has, it worked out well. So that's, that's an example of a situation where it it sounds maybe kind of sad, like as animal people, you know, we don't want to ever think we'd have to give up quote unquote our pets. And he really didn't, he's still connected, but you know, him really taking the time and having the heart and consideration and caring to, even though maybe he would have liked to have had Ronan with him, you know, being sensitive to how the animals feel to the degree that he would be willing to have Ronan go back to, you know, live with Meg and and at the old house. Yeah, when they're bonded like that, it's tough. I mean, they're a pack. So it's difficult to separate them. You know, I really have to give him credit for for doing that, because that's, that's not easy. So he was really putting their needs above his you know, that's just an example of how animals guide us sometimes in ways that we don't expect. You know, he certainly didn't took Ronan expect to have to bring him back, but they do. They, and you know, there is encouragement there too from Ronan to take, you know, to invest his time into the things that he was, that he does, the activities that are important to him. So that was part of Ronan's guidance for him too, was to do that. And that meant Ronan you know, he didn't want to be alone, though, while he was doing that. So yeah, like children, right? Maybe even more intense. Yep. I'm wondering, I'm just checking to see if anybody has spoken of any personal experiences here in the chat. Sometimes it's the ultimate expression of love. It really is like having to do that. It's it's and similar to when we have to make that ultimate decision, as it's so hard. And you know, it is it's it's kind of like the ultimate sacrifice to have to say to make that decision at the end of life about our pets. It's the ultimate kind of like, I have to be strong for you and let you go so that you're no longer a burden. Hey there, face. Hi. (laughs) 
Okay. So talk about an animal right here that's pushed me and had me have to explore different methods of, I've never had a cat like this before. That's kind of challenged me as much as, as her as Giovanna. She's challenging. She's got some, she's had some behaviors that we've really had to work through. and just never had to deal with, with some of my other pets. I had to help other people like clients with similar behaviors, but not my own. You know, I think that Gia is here in part, at least to, to guide me to keep learning and also to have even more empathy and understanding about how sometimes it, it can be so challenging when we have to keep like finding new ways to help our pets and helping me to learn, you know, more methods of helping other people's animals. And, you know, she's had to, she's pushed me, she's challenged me. So that's a good thing. You know, I do also want to mention that all of this kind of relates to why I've had to, I, I think I mentioned in early April, I think it was that, I don't know how long it's been since I've been here. It's been, I would say at least a month that I had some trainings that I was going to be having some things I was going to be doing. And it does relate to this because I'm really excited to say that I have been able to expand my coaching business to, so I'm, I have a, a background as a, a licensed counselor and that means, however, that I cannot talk about that. I can't put that information in any way on my intuitive touch animal care website. And there are things that I've always wanted to help people with that had to kind of stay over here. It's just kind of the way the laws are, especially in the state I'm in. So you have to keep things very separate. And there's reasons for that. You know, you, you have to protect people. So the people that I would have as like mental health in that category of that, you know, as a, as a licensed person couldn't have any, couldn't come through animal communication website, couldn't have anything to do with my coaching. Now I've been able to take some things I've learned and expand them so that I can help people through my coaching business, which right now on my website, as of today, May 20th is being updated and will hopefully soon be done in the next few weeks to have all this information on it. But as of today, it's got old information on the coaching page. But what I'm about to talk about, if you're interested in it, you can email me. It's Anne with an E at intuitive touch animal care.com. There is that information's in the description too. But I've done some training on some things that can help people who are dealing with things like pet loss. I use hypnotherapy, hypnosis, and something called brain spotting. These are techniques that get people that move people quicker through things that they're struggling with. For instance, brain spotting is more targeting literally the lower part of the brain to help you on your own begin to recognize where you need to go in your processing. I'm kind of a guide for that. And it's the same thing with the hypnotherapy. So we're bypassing a lot of kind of the talky talky stuff that doesn't always help people. And this kind of thing is great for people who are dealing with everything from people who want to figure out what their purpose is to people who work with animals. So that could be people who do horse related things like dressage, people who do canine handling. And that can be anything from like people who are trainers or 
or are in military or police, that kind of a thing. Anything with working with animals, veterinarians, vet techs, people who need help sort of moving through experiences even that they've had that maybe have created a block for them. So that could be a difficult thing that they went through, trauma, that kind of thing, and they can't get past it. And it can also be for performance. So it could be for like when I was talking about dressage and things like that, it could just be in general, like to enhance your ability to do work with an animal just for performance purposes. I don't only work with people who work with animals. So I just want to mention that. But I am really excited to be able to expand the work that I do. And it can also help. I think I said this before, I'm not sure with with things like pet loss and moving through like if you had an experience or you've had or you're going through a challenge with your pet that's difficult, can help you move through some of those blocks. So you know, feel free to reach out to me. If it's not May 20th, it's like a week or two from now, it could be longer, you never know as thing, you know, with technology with websites, it could take a little longer. So it may be at intuitive touch animal care, but you can always just reach me at Anthony at intuitive touch animal So that's my exciting news. And the fact that we have this free class coming up June 10th, and that link is in the description. And I encourage everybody to sign up for that, especially if you, you know, haven't tried communicating with animals before, or this could be a refresher for you. If you have communicated with animals before, I'm going to be teaching you some techniques, you're going to do a little practice. So I really hope to see you all there. And yeah, if you're stuck in a particular hurt, hard to move on from. So it's really helping you to utilize your own inner resources. I'm a guide and I have these techniques, but and I really believe that we all have our own inner wisdom and ability to heal. So I'm really excited about these. These are based on just newer sort of understandings of how the human psyche works and how the brain works. So there's there's evidence there for all of this. Okay, well, you know, I think I think that's kind of it for the night. I don't see anybody kind of mentioning anything else about any particular thing. So if you do happen to be watching this later, please let us know in the comments if you've had any interesting feelings that your pet has really guided you to anything, a work situation, a relationship, anything at all. We'd love to hear it. It's nice to have the discussion in the community. So right now I am a little bit off as far as my schedule because I had to go through this whole thing with like setting up a different business name and all just there's so much that goes into it. And then I was doing some additional training. And and this week coming up, I probably will not have furry Thursdays on Thursday this week again, because I have a friend visiting actually from out of town, I haven't seen in a while. So you know, it's also right before Memorial Day, a lot of people aren't here, you know, here in the United States. So I hope to get back on a semi regular schedule. I'm not sure if I'm going to be coming every week, but I, and also the show, I think I'm going to expand it a little bit because sometimes I feel like there's only so much I can do if I don't have a guest lined up, you know, and I've talked a lot about different techniques and trainings and things with animals, like different acupressure points, or, you know, I I like to talk about that stuff, but I feel like there gets to be a limit every single week with enough to talk about. And sometimes that you know, I struggle with coming up with these things. So I would like to expand it because I feel like the people part of this is important too. And it's, it's often like comes up for me as I'm thinking about show topics, like there's stuff I want to say about people and how to help people. And, but then I'm like, well, it's an animal show. 
that's kind of how my thinking has been in the past. And I think I'm just going to have to get over that. And I don't want to do a separate channel. I don't really have the time to do that. That's a lot. So, and I think people and their pets go together. So, you know, it's all about growth for people and pets and wellness for people and pets. So I don't know, I'm probably not going to change the name or anything, but I'd like to hear what people have, have thought, you know, maybe you could tell me what you think about doing that, changing the show a little bit, the format somewhat and adding that in. The, yes, the class link takes me to a login page for Podia. Yes, that's it. Podia. Can I remember how to say it? So Podia is the site where right now I have it set up to sign up for that class. I should have said that. So, all right, everybody, I, I hope to see you soon. I hope to see you in the class and, you know, we'll, we'll see you soon. All right. Take care. And by the way, if you, and if you do feel like you're ready to just kind of dive in and learn animal communication, I do have this class you can get online at that Podia website, or you can go to my website, intuitivetouchanimalcare.com, go to the classes section, the Animal Intuitive Academy, and it will take you there and you can just start now. This is like a full in-depth class with lots of different cool stuff, meditations and lessons and things for you to download and all right. Wonderful, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. Rest of the Saturday. Take care. Rub my belly. Rub my belly.